Hey, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? Doing good, Josh. How are you? I'm good. So, guys, this is another episode of Starting Point. And here with me today, I'm just... We're all going to be blessed after this one. Because today, I'm sitting down with my sponsored parent, John Gay. How are you doing? Doing good, Josh. How are you? I'm great. Doing real good. Thank you once again for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's an honor, Josh. It's really an honor to do this with you. It's an honor just to have you here doing this. Because, I mean, you... So, in CLC, the school that I attend, we have, or at one point we did, I'm not sure if we're still doing it, had sponsored parents who just, you know, kind of were people, parents that we could turn to, you know, if we just needed support, we just needed someone to talk to, just to be like an actual parent away from home. And it really impacted me, and I'm glad I got, chose to have John Gay as mine. As my sponsor parent, he's just been with me throughout a lot. He's helped me out with a lot of things that I've dealt with last year and so far this year. And I just couldn't, I just wouldn't want to have anyone else other than him as my sponsor parent. So thank you for all that you've done for me and CLC. You're welcome. You, you, you're too kind. It's an honor. I mean, I admire y'all. I, you know, you are so far ahead of where I was at your age that <laughs> I just admire where you are, and I thank God for y'all. Thank you. So how's your, how's your day been so far? Been good so far. Been a good day. Good Saturday? Yeah, good Saturday. Yeah. What'd you, what'd, you do, what'd you do today? Well, I did a walk this morning in honor of Bobby Campbell. The kids from uh, Columbus High School sponsored a walk to benefit the American Cancer Society. They did it in the name of Bobby Campbell. Wow. Uh, and Bobby, as you know, is a real good friend of mine, and... Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that shirt. That is a cool shirt. So you yeah. can't see it, but it's a Campbell's like soup can, and it's got Columbus High on it, and their logo, and it says "Kids for a Cure" on the shirt on the can. So that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, so how's your how's your week been so far? Been a good week. Been yeah. a great week. Been a good week. And uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been um. Pretty busy for me, I know. We got our um this is our finals week at CLC finishing up this last semester of homework and the Christmas spectacular. Are you gonna be there tomorrow morning? I to? will not. Oh, I, I regret man. missing that. I, I I pretty much I'm I'll have to live stream on the road and listen to it. But my one of my granddaughters, ten years old, mm-hmm. has the lead part in her Christmas play. And even if it wasn't the lead part, I'd have to be there because yeah. she's my baby. And uh, she she goes to school, goes to church at Discover Life Church in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so it takes us about two hours to get up there. And that service starts at ten thirty. Yeah. So we need to leave here about eight o'clock in the morning, headed to Atlanta. Okay. So I regret not being there because I can't remember a time that we missed the Christmas program in North Island because it's always spectacular. It is. But, uh, yeah, when when my little grandbaby is in a play on the same day. You got to be there. I got to be there for her because when she looks up and sees us, she'll be encouraged. And and I'll be encouraged when she screams out, Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The past two days have been doing like, these run-throughs and last night we had like a dress rehearsal we got all our um got our outfits on did a whole we did two run-throughs they both went 
very well. Good. Um, good. I'm a I'm a wise man this year, so All right. excited to be playing that role. Just glad I get to be a part of it. So you went you went a big robe. Yeah, my robe has like this it's like my outfit has like this long cape like thing that like goes over my shoulders and across my chest and then down my back and it just gets it looks good, but it gets stepped on a lot. Then it just trips me up a little bit. What color is it? It's like it's purple and gold. That's what it is. Okay, and then there's a red one. There's a red one, and then there's like I a green say, one. I think. No, I think the other one is like blue or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yep. So that's been going very well. I was in one of those it. productions, and I was a wise man. I think I wore the blue one with the gold crown. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so tell me exactly before I get into that question. Tell me more about John Gay. Things that you like to do, things that interest you, things that you might not like, just so we can get to know you a bit better. Well, I like I like serving. I like you know I like being with people. Yeah. You know, one of the things I like doing, I really get a, a big kick out of, is reading to a group of second grade second graders. You know, I've been doing that now for six years, and I started off reading to a group of third graders, mm-hmm. and apparently I couldn't do third grade work, so they sent me to second grade. But now, just kidding. Now, the teacher that I was reading to, been reading to the same teacher's class for six years. She was teaching third grade, and she switched from third grade to second grade. Mm -hmm. And she sent me an email and said, will you please go with me and read to a second grade class? And I said, I'd love to. So I've been partnering with the same teacher. There's a group of us guys that go to a Bible study every uh, Thursday morning. It's called the Front Porch Gang. And we meet out on a farm. Um, We meet on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Except weather, like when the weather's cold and dark, we go inside the house, um, and we the Bible studies from seven to eight. There's typically about twenty five, thirty guys from different various denominations, and when we finish Bible study, about ten or twelve of us leave and go directly to an elementary school, and we go read to classes, mm-hmm. and so I've been reading to. Second graders all year, and I read them a story this past Thursday on the Christmas tapestry, and it's about a move of God in a not in a Jewish family's life. So it it was just it's fun. I mean, when I go, I get as much out of it as the kids because they're just always so excited that the reader is coming, and you know they're <laughs> jumping up and down, and I know that feeling, and, and they hug you, and I mean I leave out of there walking on a cloud. I remember them days like every time. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy that. That's nice. But for relaxation, you know, I like to ride my bicycle. Mm-hmm. I try to try to stay in shape, keeping in mind that body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So. Yeah. Uh, try to keep in shape so I can continue to do ministry as long as God enables me to do it. So I work out about five days a week. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Bicycle riding, walking, yoga classes, you know, and, and then for relaxation, love to fish, love to turkey hunt, yeah, and then love to chase my grandchildren. 
and spend time with you, man. Yeah. Enjoy I doing enjoy that. that enjoy that too. Enjoy Love some high school football. Yeah. High school and college football. Don't care a lot about the pros, but love some high school and college football and basketball. That's good. So um, what is it that you – your role in ministry, what is the thing that you that you do? Tell me more about, about that. I think ministry to me is just – living life. It's a part of everyday life. Ministry is reading to those second grade kids. Okay. You know, ministry is mentoring. Now, you know, when you say more formally, uh, I teach a Sunday school class. Yeah. Two Sundays a month. I lead one of the leaders for the men's Bible study on Wednesday nights. So that's more of the and I serve on the board at North Island Church, on the missions committee at North Island. Um, so I knew about the Sunday school thing. I forgot about the last two. The yeah. Board and, yeah. Board and missions school. committee. Yeah, and, and I also have the honor of serving on the board at Mercy Med, which is a local health care ministry that exists solely to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. It's, you know, not only do the doctors and staff treat their patients at Mercy Med, but they pray with every patient. So uh, it's just an honor to serve on that board as well. Nice. So tell me about how you got into doing the ministry of being the Sunday school, teaching a Sunday school class at North Holland, and really just the story of how you even got into doing the ministries that you're doing now. Well, I moved to Columbus in 1995, in November of 95. Hmm. I had been teaching a youth Sunday, class, youth Sunday school class over in Warner Robins. And I came to Columbus in, as I said, in November of 95. And, and my wife and one of my daughters came in January of 1996. And there was a lady... Jean Gooch, sweet, sweet lady, used to go to North Island. She now lives in Noonan in an assisted living facility. She met Peggy, my wife, in a doctor's office and said, you would be great at my church. You know, just come, come to my church. Check us out. And we were staying in an apartment not far from North Island while they were building our house. And we visited North Island and started attending there and said we were going to visit other churches. We only visited one other church. I mean, obviously the spirit, and we just kept getting drawn back, drawn back. And I started going to a Sunday school class and kept attending and kept attending. And the teacher uh, said, of that class said, well, it's, I'm doing a lot of other things and I can't, I really can't teach anymore and ask me would I teach the class. And that was the beginning of my starting to teach at North Island. I uh, just started filling in for him and then it became this is you know the class that I was teaching on a regular basis and over the years it's changed. It's been a number of classes but I still enjoy teaching. Uh, I try to study Every I don't I teach two Sundays a month, but it's my goal to study every week as if I'm going to teach, whether I'm teaching or not. Yeah, because I learn as much or more studying 
than the people sitting, you know, because our class is, is our class is a discussion based class. I learn a lot in class, but I learn so much when I'm studying that it it just equips me to to be a better disciple or a better husband or better dad, a better granddad, you know, a better servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I love studying. I just I, the word is it's alive. Yeah. You know, it's alive and it, you know, and often when I'm teaching a class, what I may, what what I say many times, I never even thought about. It's just the Holy Spirit mm. feeds me. And, you know, I, you know, it's like, whoa, I know where that just came from. And and I, also, I always pray a lot before I teach. And mm-hmm. ask, ask, I began praying the week before and Lord, just anoint me, use me, speak to me, speak through me. And I can tell when he shows up. Because yeah. when he shows up, I mean, I just, I, I get excited because I'm so excited about the word. That's good. So um, speaking about more of you teaching the Sunday school classes, what has been the biggest reward that you've gained and like noticed from this and what has been the biggest challenge you've had to face in doing this? Uh, the biggest reward has definitely been the times that I've had an opportunity to lead somebody to Christ. That it just, I mean, that's chilling mm-hmm. to, to, to one, to just feel like God has trusted me with his word and allowed me to lead somebody else to Christ, knowing that I have no righteousness of my own, knowing that I'm not even worthy, but I'm worthy because of him. And he trusted me with his word and allowed me to lead somebody else. And I get excited knowing somebody has come from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, same way I did. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just exciting. Nothing's more exciting than that to me. That's, that's been... That's always a high point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Always a high point. It's also good to encourage others when they're struggling, you know, pray with somebody and visit them and encourage them when they're struggling because, you know, I I just enjoy doing that. Nice. And then the challenge that you've had to face. Uh, Challenge? And the thing. Missouri ministry is any kind of ministry is not easy. There's always going to be a challenge you got to overcome. So yeah, yeah, they're always different. Just kind of, there are a number of challenges, but probably probably one of the one of the challenges that that I've faced in teaching is well, one is is that oftentimes I have more material than I can get in, but I trust God to. To always say, okay, you don't need this. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need that. Um, just, I always prepare for, have more information than what the time allows for, but it always works out just right when you lean on him and trust him. You're right. It always comes out just right because some of what I have sometimes is, is that it, I never use it. And sometimes what he brings in, I never had anyway. And so he just gives it to me. Um, another challenge is, is just feeling like you you haven't done enough. I get you. 
I completely yeah. understand that one. Yeah, he's just like, I could have done more. I could have done more. You know, just um, and just the enemy speaking on, on, on over my, you know, in, in one ear saying, "Who do you think you are?" Hmm. You know, and I have to, you know, fight that off and say back, "I know who I am. I'm a child of the King." Come on. And so sometimes all I can say is Jesus, and if I say Jesus, the enemy's got to go. Yeah, he's got to get up out of there. I like that. Yeah. That's right. So um, this last question I have for you, this is my favorite part of this of every episode of the podcast. Okay. I ask every person I talk to this question at the end. And the question is, if you had to give any piece of advice, whether it just be like something that just pertains to life in general or in the ministry, in every episode, they connect. What would that advice be that you would just give to someone? Um, I would say spend time with God every day mm -hmm. at the beginning of the day. At the beginning of the day. At the beginning of the day. You know, take time to spend time. Have an appointment with God mm. every day. If it means you got to get up earlier to do it, do it. It makes for a better day. Because there's nothing that we will encounter during the day that God hadn't already laid out. And so it's and, and my I know I haven't I don't do that always. Mm. And my days go a lot better when I take the time to spend time with him at the beginning of the day. You know, there are some that say, well, you know, you can do it any time of day, and that's true. Mm -hmm. But I firmly believe if you spend time with God at the beginning of the day, you see, it's too often we get in a hurry and it's like we wake up, okay, I got to do this. And all these things may be important. I got this to do and I got this to do and I got this to do and I got this to do. But if we put him first, then everything else just, just falls in line. Now, doesn't mean that we aren't going to have some trying times that day. Mm -hmm. But he already knew they were coming before we got there. Because he exists outside of time. So if we just spend time with him at the beginning of every day, it makes for a much better day. Acknowledge him for who he is. And then just, okay, God, I'm about to start this day. Give me an increased spirit of discernment so that I can recognize others who may be in need of a, an encouraging word, a touch, a smile, you know, because it's, it's not all about us. And when we don't spend time with him at the beginning of every day, it starts to turn our focus inward and we all we think, and then we tend to think more about ourselves, you know, what I've got to do and I've got to do this and I, and we often will miss opportunities. Mm that God has already set up for us, but we didn't take the time to spend time with him to say, okay, what do you help me to do today? Because I want to be in lockstep with you today. I don't want to be a step ahead of you. I don't want to be a step behind you. I want to be walking with you side by side. That's good. That is really good. Yeah. Because like, I know by speaking for myself, 
I go days where I just don't read at all. And then I have those times where I do make time for him in the morning and I sit and read my word, pray, just talk to him, spend time with him. And that day, just no matter what happens, is always a good day mm-hmm. because of the fact that I started it off pushing everything else aside and I started it off on the right foot with God and the rest of the day just things just fell into place. Yeah. And just coasted yeah. and it was just all around great. Compare it to when I don't read and I put time into things that don't matter. And I don't feel like I'm prepared to take on the things that are coming with the day because I haven't received from God the things I'm going to need to take on that day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you. I know that really connects with me. I relate to that. So, And I think an important part of spending time with God is to be quiet before yes. God. Just be quiet. Sit and listen. You know, I'm guilty of praying often prayer is two-way communication mm-hmm. it's talking to God it's listening to God and sometimes I do too much talking and not enough listening and so if we can just be quiet before God and listen for that still small voice that will speak to us you know but it can't speak if we always talking exactly yeah that's good I mean, he can speak, but we don't hear it mm-hmm. because we're too busy talking. And it's good to, the and the other thing about the morning is it's, it's quiet. You know, it's a quiet time. We don't get away from the electronics, no music, just just spend time with God. Mm-hmm. And what you just said about, you know, listening just made me think about something that's been in the back of my mind, like all week and even last week of just, Seeking first him and his face and his kingdom and not the things that he can give you. Just right. Oh, yeah. Give him time and just focus on being with him in relation with him and not just trying to just get something from him. Just a genuine, solid, loving relationship with him and who he is. That's good, Josh. That's real good. That's real good. Everything will just be so much better. man. I promise it will. Yeah, it will be. That's good. Really good. So... Yeah, thank you for um, taking time out of your day to come here and do this again. I appreciate it. Everything that was said in this podcast, this episode so far, is probably the most, it's probably the most wisdom-filled episode I've made so far. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for everything that you poured into this. You're very welcome. We thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, might not be making another episode for a few weeks, but if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I'd encourage you to go listen to those. Those are also very well. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I will be back in a few weeks when I will have a new person to sit down and talk to with, new story, new advice, new everything. Thanks once again. See you later.